The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him, and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they who mourn for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And blessed are you, When they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me, rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. I ask our children last night what a saint is and they knew they said the saint is someone who loves God I asked them then but what makes them a saint how do they love God one little boy said grace That's true. Grace. And we all have it. But what makes them different? They have grace. What else must they do? It was difficult to answer that question. They found it difficult. What else does one do to become a saint? We have grace. And finally, one boy said, well, you have to will it. That was the answer that St. Thomas Aquinas gave to his sister when she asked him that. How do you become a saint? Those two simple words. Will it. We don't often think about that, I suppose, because we don't really aspire to sanctity. We aspire to something better than nothing, but not to real holiness not to heroic virtue. We'd like some virtue. We'd like to have some good habits in our lives, but not to heroic virtue. And of course, 
that particularly unique difference, I ask them this question too. How often do they do it? How often do they will to be saints, given the grace of God? And one person said, well, pretty much all the time. And that's true. It is a matter of perseverance. Not just a matter of one choice or two. It's a matter of a daily choosing. But every moment of every day we make a choice to do the heroic thing. But that, for most of us, as I said, becomes rather tedious. We want to relax. So instead of moving from one grace to another, we move into a holy, sort of a holding pattern, what I have at other times referred to as a, an elevated mediocrity. We're not just mediocre. We're somewhat elevated. But we're not aiming for anything great. So, understanding that, we have to rethink our lives, rethink our whole approach to our day-to-day existence. When we sang for all the saints, there's one verse in there that I particularly like that I've mentioned before. I asked them about this too. And when the strife is fierce, the warfare long, steals on the ear that distant triumph song and hearts are brave again and arms are strong. So I said to them, think about that. And when the strife is fierce, the warfare long, and we are in a warfare, if we haven't faced that, we need to, steals on the ear that distant triumph song. And I said, what's the distant triumph song? What's the song we're talking about? Where does it come from? Where does that sound come from that makes it possible then for hearts to be brave again and arms to be strong? And they said, one little girl said, heaven. I said, yes. From time to time, God will give us that little voice that spurs us on when things are difficult, if we're willing to listen to it. But we have to keep moving. Saints are different in that way. They are always doing that. They're always willing to pick up on the least little sound that comes to them by way of the goal towards which they are moving. We have to have a goal. We wouldn't move at all. The goal, of course, is the kingdom of heaven. But we have to be willing to keep our eyes on that, particularly when the world would tell us we should be busy about something else. I read the other day, once again, a statement from a Carthusian regarding humility. And humility, of course, is essential for holiness. But he said, in order to find humility, it is better to look at him than at oneself. Meaning particularly the cross. I'll repeat that again. In order to find humility, it is better to look at him than at oneself. That applies to love, too. In order to find love, to understand what love means, it is better to look at him than at oneself. And with sanctity, in order to find sanctity, in order to find holiness, it is better to look at him than at oneself. 
So if we keep our eyes on the cross, we will begin to understand what it is we are called to be. We will also understand the price that was paid for us to have this potential. We will understand where the grace comes from, because here, above all things, if we want to be heroic, we have to have the food of heroes. If we want to love in a divine way, we have to have the food of divine love. The Eucharist is the food of heroism, the food of saints. It's not a food just to maintain us in our elevated mediocrity. It's a food that pushes us on towards infinite love, and pushes us on towards choices we would not otherwise have been able to make. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in the love of your saints and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, that her members will answer the call to sanctity, to heroic virtue, especially the Church persecuted, we pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, they will be open to the message of the gospel, the call to perfection. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all those who are sick and suffering, they will know that they are called to holiness in their suffering. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have wandered from the path, we pray to the Lord. For an end to abortion, especially in our own country and state, we pray to the Lord. Lord For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who will answer the call to holiness in a unique way, for a greater reverence for the holiness of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy. And having become saints themselves, they may and then preach the kingdom of God to others. We pray to the Lord. Lord for the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors. For all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us here, we will respond to the grace of God as it is given to us. We pray to the Lord. We now join our prayers to the Queen of all saints as we sing. 